Romans chapter 1. <laughs> Romans chapter 1. I want to talk to you about three irrefutable proofs that um, <laughs> facilitate. <laughs> what? Mambo ni matatu. That's why you're laughing. Father, we thank you that we have the best nation in the world. (laughs) We thank you that 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 we are blessed. (laughs) We are blessed. Hallelujah. These three simple things, <laughs> these three simple brothers, in fact, I call them brothers. Let me not say things. But these three simple brothers, they make for supernatural encounters. They are simple. It's very, today we are not going deeper. Um, uh, we are not going any deeper. We are just bringing out uh, these three, or they should be four brothers so that we may be able to to know them um the number one yakwanza <laughs> is faith is faith is faith as we have been talking about divine um divine forces and 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 and, and, and interventions a lot of the times we are not able to engage just because of faith there are things that we'll talk about that are key and there are normal things. You know, something like faith is, you even forget about it most of the times unless there's a situation that presents itself. So for us, faith is often um, when there's a, a situation that needs to be rectified, then we are like, eh. but we don't know. If you're listening to the podcast, that a eh, had hand motions. So the people were here understand <laughs> Hallelujah. So, 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 so if, if, if a lot of people know how to live by faith when they are in the place of lack, the aspect of living by faith when you are a billionaire doesn't, that concept doesn't make sense in our head. Yeah, the Bible says that a righteous man, you, you walk by faith, you live by faith. So, so, so Abraham had everything that he had and still walked by faith. Job had everything that he had and still faith was required from me, of him. I don't know if you understand. And so it's very easy to pass through it or it's very easy to just have a one dimension of faith. Um, but I pray for us that, that, that God helps us. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 1 verse 16, I'll read from verse 16. Um, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greeks. Verse 17, which is our main verse. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. So the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. That means that as you grow in your faith, as you move in the chambers of faith, the righteousness of God is revealed. The righteousness of God is revealed. The rightness of God, the rightness of God is revealed. And he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jews and first and then now to the Greeks or to the Gentiles. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From faith to faith. A lot of our faith venture does not have righteousness in perspective. A lot of our faith journey does not have righteousness in in perspective. Let me explain. Because we are talking about divine forces. We are talking about divine forces. I find it that the encounters that are in the scriptures of angelic, most of the times, the man of God would be like, I am dirty, I am of unclean lips, I live amongst a dirty. It's almost like that encounter causes you to reflect on yourself and to see your weaknesses. 
the other side is also true that there are times that you'd want an inter you'd want God to come through, you'd want um, an angel to come through, but then you begin to question yourself because you want to relate the activities that you want to see God do in your life or the activities that you want the divine forces to engage in in your life. You want to relate it to how you have been living. You know, I can, if, if I walk now, at least now, so if I walk in, in a police station and I begin to command people, um, they'll probably be shocked first. If I'm clean, they'll probably wonder, okay, so who is this man? They might do it for a few seconds and then they begin to question or to ask me for, you know, where are your papers? Where are you? Of late, I've been watching some clips uh, from Nigeria of men who wear army uniforms and they pretend that they are army officers and they terrorize people until they meet an army officer who is in a civilian clothes and they ask so which barracks do you come from and they realize this man has not done research and so they are all arrested <laughs> so 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 our our sometimes as we approach the thrones or the things that are holy and around the throne, or the beings that are holy and around the throne, the challenge is that you need to first of all come and convince yourself that yes, I can work with angels, yes, I can see angels, yes, I can do this, yes, I can release a command, yes, the chariots of fire, yes, God can manifest his presence, yes, the cloud can go with me. The issue in that as far as your faith is concerned, first of all is righteousness. Because righteousness makes you or imputes on you. Righteousness is imputed on you. And so when you walk, you walk as one who deserves. So the unfolding of our journey should be, should be an exploration of truth. Like the, the more you are growing in faith, the more you are exploring truth. These truths... God tells you about you that yes, you are righteous. Yes, you are holy. So, so when, when it comes to you having divine encounters, you do not need to come back and convince yourself that I am holy, I am righteous. It is, it is, it is, it is what we have dealt with here before, or maybe not here, but we have dealt with it before, that, that before you come into the presence, you begin by repentance. Because it makes sense that you clean yourself before you come to, to God. But righteousness has been imputed. That means that your faith is effective. So the Bible tells us that he's declaring that, you know what? For the righteousness, now it's found in the gospel. For therein, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. So the more you grow in faith, the more the righteousness of God is revealed unto you. That means that it's the more you walk free, it's the more you become free. And the book of Romans is about freedom, by the way. It's about many things, but it's also about freedom. Because it tells, it talks to you about that which has been imputed on you. The work that you no longer need to have to do. Now, if you would be condemned in your own thoughts, you'd never experience the fullness of God. Buana Peresifa. Philippians 3.9. Philippians 3.9. Are you there? You're there? One, two, three. You can read it for me. Philippians 3, 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, mm -hmm. which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. The righteousness which is of God by faith. So righteousness tells you that you are right with God. And he's saying that I may be found not having a righteousness of my own. That means that you're not coming here because you have built a certain capacity as far as righteousness is concerned. Your holiness, your personal holiness is like filthy rags. You understand? So that's why righteousness has to be imputed. That even if you have not thought about sin, you have not sinned. The fact that Adam fell, it means that you're already fallen. There's no level of holiness that you can ever achieve. So everything else that God does, he does it on the premise of you have come to Christ. He has become your righteousness. He says that I may be found not having a righteousness of my own. You want to have divine encounters? You must be 
convinced from where you're coming from. I don't know how to put it, but you must be convinced from within that you are right with God. 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 Romans chapter 10, I'll read verses 6 and 8. But the righteousness which is of faith. So there's a righteousness that is of faith. Alright? In other words, faith has brought about this righteousness. It speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart who shall ascend into the heavens that is to bring Christ down from the above. Or who shall descend into the deep? Because that is to bring up Christ again, up from the dead. But what said it? The word is nigh thee, or near thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So the word of faith, it has broken barriers. You can no longer cry and say, now who will ascend for us? Who will go up for us? Who will do ABCD for us? Um, we are now just coming from a generation that wants to know who will go to God and hear from us or hear for us. Who will go and see that angel and hear for us to, to a generation where people want to have that experience. And he's saying, do not ask, do not say, who will go? Because the Bible is clear, you have the truth there, that the word of God is in you, the word of God is near you, and that word of God is that which defines, is the one thing that defines your relationship with God. So it doesn't matter, when I wake up, it doesn't matter how I feel, I need to check it through the scriptures. Your feelings are important, but I need to check it through the scriptures. Amen. Amen. I, I'm saying this because one of the things that I struggled with was feeling as if I am giving an angel an assignment. <laughs> you understand? Yet I watch Netflix. Yet my favorite movies is John Wick, Jason Statham. Like my line is just a people who we want problems always. <laughs> so, so when you are there, and you're beginning to think about it like, so who am I to even send an angel? But the word of God should be the authority that reveals to us by his truth how we relate with the divine forces. So you require faith and you require the righteousness that comes as a result of faith. That means that you must move from faith to faith. It means that you must make an investment. You must purpose to grow in your faith. Because as you grow in your faith, righteousness is made more clear. The, mo the more you grow in faith, the more the righteousness of God is revealed to you. And the more it is revealed, the more boldness you have into stepping into the new dimension and the new season that God has for you. We are talking about divine forces because we are coming into partnership with the beings that God has already created, the forces that God has already created. Whether it is faith, whether it is the angels, whether it is the, 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 the fire, Every being that God has created for the purposes of his kingdom's advancement, we must come into partnership with it. And the journey to that place, I'm telling you, it is faith that produces righteousness. You cannot just be claiming faith and you're not growing in righteousness. Okay, growing in righteousness means that you are growing in understanding, you're being empowered. Let me explain to you how you can tell that you have grown in righteousness. Righteousness does not tell you not does not tell you to sin so how you know you have grown into righteousness is that you lose the capacity to sin okay why because faith has empowered righteousness all right the faith that is from righteousness and that righteousness has shown you the way you live so you just find that you have no appetite. How um, some of you know that, that I, would, I, would, I would smoke bang, and I've told you this time and time again, that I would smoke bang, I'd smoke bang, like I, I would get stoned, get stoned, get stoned every morning, get stoned, get stoned the next day, get stoned, just get stoned. You just get stoned. That was me. And then 
I found one time, I'm, 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 I'm there and I'm thinking, but it's been two months I've not taken any. And that was a miracle on its own. Why? Because as I am fellowshipping with believers, fellowshipping with the word, as I am growing, I am being empowered. So what happens is that it's almost like I'm growing, I'm flying into a higher altitude that there are very few things that can hold on. So they fall by the day. So I used to like this, falls by the day. I used to like that, falls by the day. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So righteousness. 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 The righteousness that comes by faith. So we said number one is what? Is faith. All right? And that faith we have, we have looked at righteousness because it empowers you. You are right with God. So now your faith can be free. You're right with God. I've never wanted to believe God for something and then you look at yourself and say, hey, but it's true I've not been disciplined in one, two, three. It's an issue of righteousness. <laughs> it's an issue of righteousness. Because those things that you're saying you have not been faithful, there are people who are faithful in them and yet they are still not having the result. Like they're having the same result as you who has not been faithful. So where do you draw the line? It's an issue of righteousness. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm righteous. It empowers me to believe I can, to believe I'm accepted, to believe, to know that, 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 that I'm holy. I am holy. Somebody shout, I am holy. I am holy. Uh, it's not giving gas. Shout, I am holy. The number two is prayer. Number two is prayer. Ah, uh, number two is prayer. Can I just, can I just, um, can I just, can I just tell you something? This, 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 this. Let me say beginning today. I know we have talked about it, and I know we are in the journey, and I know we are doing it. But from today, can we just give ourselves into prayer like nobody's business? Personally. Take it up personally and then corporately. Prayer. The Bible says in the book of James, chapter 4, verses 2. Is it 2B or 2C? It says, You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. John chapter 16. I'll read verses um, 24. John chapter 16. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So the, the Bible is very simple. It doesn't say it goes through a committee. It doesn't say, you know, it says if you ask the Father in my name, then you will receive it. You want to see, and for us it's not just seeing angels, it's operating with. It's, there, and it's not just angels only. There are key areas that, that, that angels uh, will help you in your work and in your ministry and in your business. Angels are known uh, to be of wisdom. And we'll, we'll probably see that scripture if we have time. Um, angels are messengers. Wisdom meaning you can be stuck and, and you can get a solution. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, angels are also messengers. So, so when you say you have not interacted or you have not seen the result because you have not asked. You have not asked. So the Bible says, here too, have ye asked nothing in my name? Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. So God is interested in your joy being full. Can you imagine? Like he's saying, ask that you may receive. 
And those words are in red, meaning it's Jesus who spoke them. And he's saying that God wants to do it for you that your joy may be full. Like God wants you to, <laughs> to, be, to be happy, to be full of joy. That satisfaction of answered prayers. He's saying, ask that I may give you the satisfaction of answered prayers. Amen. That's what he's saying. Amen. He says, up to now you have not asked anything. So we, you, you, you're asking for a nation. You're asking for, for, for the divine, the, the, the divine forces. The, 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 ah, that when you enter into a nation, things shift in the spirit realm. Things shift in the, in the physical realm. And, and, and soon we'll be doing crusades in nations. And we'll be entering like this in nations. There will be rain. They have never, they've not seen rain in a long time. We'll be going into places. You know, places. Places, not places where, places where we are going. We go to labor on Monday so that we can have a big crusade on Tuesday. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and as we walk in, we'll be walking in with divine forces. With the divine forces. Ha, shepra, dila, kira, di, sondela, vritele, brata, tasa, labrita. And all God is saying is that ask. 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 Father, I'm going into this meeting. Give me wisdom. Give me solution. Angels, I need to see what is on those files. <laughs> I need to know what is their dream. You look at Daniel. Daniel, Daniel interprets a dream. Tells the king, this, this is what you dreamt. The Bible says that he was ten, they were ten times wiser. Than the rest. It means that it's something that can happen. It's something that can happen. So why why is your proposal like the other proposals? You spoke in tongues, yes, but did you ask? Did you ask? You know, God's solutions are very are interesting. You can go into the place of prayer and God tells you, take your blue marker, okay? Go into that place. You see, you see, page 17. Because, that word because, just mark it. Just mark it like this. And you mark that word because, and for some reason, the person who is opening, they look at that word because, and you have the job. Like, I don't know if you understand. The Holy Spirit is your advantage. I'm telling you that prayer is your advantage. The prayer is also a divine force that, that, that last time I told you that prayer has been created to, to do its function. So when you engage prayer, it does its function. It brings heaven here. Ah, do you understand? It brings heaven to your lips. It brings heaven to your lips. It brings the supernatural power of God into that which you're calling it to do. It, 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 it gives you the power. And Jesus is saying, you have not, because you have not asked. Up to now, you have not asked anything. Prayer. Ah, prayer, prayer, prayer. The Bible tells us, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. The other day, something happened. Um, uh, it's in Acts chapter 12. Acts chapter 12. Um, Acts chapter 12. In Acts chapter 12, the Bible says Peter was arrested. And when Peter was arrested, you know, he was put in jail and um, he was awaiting. He was awaiting his death. He was awaiting his death. Um, woo, verse, if I read chapter 12 from verses 1, the Bible says, Now about that time Herod the king uh, stretched forth his hands and vexed certain of the church. So he, he stretched forth his hands against uh, the church and he killed James. So James, the brother of John was killed. So it's passing, it's death. And then Peter is arrested. So in verse 5, the Bible says, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. So the Bible says that he was facing a difficult time. One of them has just died. The Bible says that when Peter is arrested, the church decides to come together and they begin to pray without ceasing. They began to pray without ceasing. If you want to see a breakthrough in this nation, 
we must pray without ceasing. And, and, and it's where all of us, I love when the Bible says all, like they, they gathered. So the rest who are not there gathered together and they were all praying. It was not left to Peter's family. It was not left. It, the issue was not Peter's. The issue was the body of Christ. And so they began to pray fervently. They prayed without ceasing. They prayed without ceasing. The Bible says, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him and a light shined in the prison and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise up quickly. And this chain and his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, guard yourself and bind up your sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And so the Bible says that Peter followed him, followed the angel. They were just praying. And as they are praying, as they are praying for the man, divine forces are released into action. We don't see a lot of miracles in the things that we want to do individually because we don't pray. We don't pray. And when we pray, we don't pray with understanding. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, 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 so if we assume we meet on Saturday and pray, and we are just here, we are just praying, Re Kadaba, Libra, Dosh, Candela Vira. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Whatever God brings in your spirit, you are just declaring. And as we pray, we are praying in unison. Or whether you are in your house, wherever you are, we, we know we are praying. And as we are praying, God does that which he wants to do. His will, his purposes, he swings into action. And some of your prayers will preserve your families. Some of those prayers will preserve the businesses that are owned by the people that are here. It is those prayers that will... Do you understand what I'm saying? They were just praying. The Bible does not say... In fact, I'll show you something that, that puzzles me here as we continue reading. But the Bible does not say they were praying for an angel to be sent. But they were in the place of prayer. That means that consistent prayers find ways. They prayed without ceasing. And because the prayer has been functioned to find a way, the angel of the Lord showed up. The angel of the Lord shows up. The Bible says, <laughs> so he followed, he followed, he followed. Verse 11, the Bible says, and when Peter was come to himself, he said, now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hands of Herod and from all the expectations of the people of the Jews. So there were expectations. It was not just Herod, it was the people who wanted to crucify him the way they did to Jesus. They wanted to kill the man. They wanted to kill Christianity because remember, Christianity was a sect. That word that we throw around here, uh, what is it, that word? Cult. Christianity was that. In fact, they were called Christians. <laughs> Because they follow. Eh, it's almost like when you go to Bungoma and say. <laughs> you understand? Tongarenians. So, so, so they wanted to get rid. So there were expectations. But the Lord sent an angel who delivered him from the expectations of the wicked. I declare to you, as we pray and we join you to this mountain, the Lord will deliver you from the expectations of the evil one in the name of Jesus. From every evil expectation, the Lord will deliver you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in verse 12, and when he had considered the thing, so he, he considered it, he thought, he thought about it, in other words. He came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark. All right, where many were gathered together praying. So they were praying. You remember uh, what is his name? The man who has just been killed was James. Was James? All right, who was the brother of John? So they are gathered in the house, okay, and they are praying. My take is that they used that as 
as an occasion, you know, we are mourning, we are doing this. But it's amazing. They are gathered in the house of one who has just been killed, but they are not even mourning. <laughs> Do you understand? For and ever. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so the Bible says he came there and they were gathered there and they were praying. And Peter knocked at the door of the gate. A damsel. <laughs> a damsel. If I knew this word before. Wasapeth damsel. Does it thou believe in love at first sight? Or should I walk by and come back again? Damsel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bible says, um, <laughs> and as Peter knocked the door, a damsel called <laughs> came to her and named Rhoda. <laughs> and when she knew Peter, Peter's voice, by the way, one of my other names is Peter. And when she knew Peter's voice, Ukweli, by the way. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and when she knew Peter's voice, <laughs> she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. So she was excited. She was excited and she ran. Verse 15. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. So it tells you that even when they were praying, still, like all they were doing was they were just praying. But they didn't really, really believe that they're mad. Because she's coming and she's telling them, Peter is at the gate. And they're like, ah, you are mad. You are, yet they are praying for the deliverance of the same person. Do you understand? It tells me that as long as you give yourself to prayer, just give yourself to prayer. Things are working behind the scenes. Things are working that your naked eye cannot see. And sometimes your naked eye will see, but things are working. Let's just give ourselves to prayer. God has never failed anyone. So just pray. We just pray. We just pray. We just pray. I'm believing God that, that, that part of what God will do in this, in this, in this uh, few years, or five years, let me say that, that part of what God will do in speed is that he will begin to connect us to the minerals of the land. To the, and I, I don't know how it will happen, but prayer. I just know prayer. You're, you're bringing it to he who does the impossible. You're lifting it up to he who does the impossible. The good thing about prayer is that the more you pray, the more it builds your faith. Avoid the traps of, of having a, a deferred hope. Because it makes the heart sick. But just consistency in the prayer. Peter continued knocking and when they had opened the door, they saw him, they were astonished. But he beckoned unto them with their hands to hold their peace. Declare unto them how, and he declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Go show these things unto James, to the brethren. Um, and he departed and went in another place. This scripture is very interesting because James has been killed. You understand? So. They were arrested. They were arrested. It begins by, it says, go and show these things. Does, isn't that what it says? Yeah. It says, go and show these things to James and to the brethren. And he left. Meaning, atakwana information. Number three is praise. <laughs> Number three is praise. Number three is praise. Woo. But we have to pray. We have to pray. You cannot give birth to a nation without praying. We cannot. We must travel in the place of prayer. We must become mad in prayer. We must become crazy about prayer. You must never give your prayer time to anything. We must endeavor to increase in our times of prayer. We must endeavor to increase in our styles of prayer. <laughs> Even if you have to sit down and write notes, just sit down and write notes. Let it be your prayer. 
you understand what I'm saying? We begin to see breakthroughs like never before. You begin to see the hand of God come forth like never before. And we must pray for many reasons. We must pray for many reasons. If you are not careful, we might have a generation that prayer for them it will just be. You know, there was a time. There was a time when it's like for certain marriages they had to be rocky. Like not that they had to be rocky, but they were rocky. So prayer was bathed out of it. And if it's a system that works, then it replicates itself. that works then it replicates itself my prayer for us is that we will not be going into the times of prayer because there's an even if there is a need but we have a culture of prayer from within us we have a culture of prayer that we can just meet and not worship just pray just pray for hours and it was just a prayer meeting that when we announce a prayer meeting it's not a worship you understand Endeavor that you can just sit, even without music, it's great discipline. You can start with, but sometimes you can just shut everything down and just pray. And just pray and pray and pray. Praise. Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13. You can open that for me, Steph. I'll be glad because you did. Second Chronicles chapter 5, verses 13. Indeed, it came to pass with the trumpeters and singers as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endures forever. But the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. One of the things that used to happen if you, especially now if you watch um, a lot of some of the epic movies, is that almost in, you'd find that in various cultures, whether it was in Africa, whether it was, that there were drums before war, there were music before war, there was praises before war. And even our people who do not know Jesus, they knew that, you know, praises would always go ahead. Praises would always go ahead. We find situations in the Bible where they say, Saul has killed a thousand, but David has killed. They are coming back with, you know, victory. So victory, the praises go before and praises come behind. But praise has the ability to release the supernatural power of God. It has the ability to release certain personalities of God to cause them to come into function. Um... So, so if you are a man of praise, if you are a man of praise, you will be a man of victory. You will be a man of victory. If you are a man of praise, you will be a man of victories. You will be a man of victories. The Bible says that as they came together in unison, and I love that word unison, they came together in unison and they played their tambourines, they worshipped God, they, they praised God. The Bible says that the cloud came and filled the temple. The cloud came and filled the temple. It caused us. They were not. And when they were praising, they are not even. Oh, Father, we praise you. Come and fill the temple. With, no, it just causes the supernatural presence of God to manifest around you. So if you want to walk in the dimensions and the things that we have talked about, when we talk about the divine forces, then you must become a, a person of praise. You must become a person of praise. You must become a person of praise. You must become a person of praise. Praise is, will not just beat uh, depression. Like it's not your biggest nini. <laughs> but faith will open the storehouses of God for you. It will open the storehouses of God. Acts chapter 16. Um, Acts chapter 16. I'll read from verses 25. The Bible says, um, Acts 16. I'll read from verse 25. Uh, Paulo and Asila, they were arrested. And the Swahili song says, Paulo Nasila, Paulo Nasila, Nilango ya Gereza, 
That song leaves out one truth. <laughs> and maybe it's because I, it doesn't. Aingiani. Eh. Paulo Nasifa. Walisifu. Paulo Nasifa. Paulo Nasifa. Paulo Nasila. Walisifu. Milango ya Gereza. I've not prophesied. <laughs> And at midnight, Paul and Silas, they prayed, so they engaged prayer, and they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And I don't know if you understand the difference between prayer in praise and praise in praise. <laughs> so, if you go back to the... Um, I think it should have been, I think it's Second Chronicles, yeah. all right? If you go back to when they put, the, the, they were going into battle and they put the worshippers to go ahead of them, the Levites to go ahead of them, they were just praising the goodness of God. They are not praising, saying, oh, our enemies will fall in the name of Jesus. Praise him. Our enemies will fall. That is prayer in praise. Okay. A lot of our praises is, God, you will do. God, you will do. God, you will do. God would always bring the children of Israel to this place. Didn't I do? Praises is about what he did. Yes, it involves what he's going to do. But for the moment, is the gratitude, is, 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 is a son who is in awe of the father. Because of how great the father is, how mighty the father is, because of the track record of the father. Ah. <laughs> Uh, we used to sing praises to His Excellency, the late President Arab Moy. All right? And we'd sing praises, and the songs were just songs about Moy. Not songs about, oh, Moy, you will to Jenge Abohol. Let your Abohol Saba. And Moy used to have Mambo ni Moja too. So. It was different. Mambo ni moja. Ufuate nyayo. Ni moja tu ufuate nyayo. Bwana sifiwe. So, 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 there are times that you can think you have engaged in praise, but you have engaged in prayer in praise. Because even in your praise, you're still petitioning. But is it possible that you can build a discipline? And this boils down. You realize that. Can, is it possible that you can appreciate? Can I... Can I appreciate my wife just to appreciate her without having to appreciate the things that she can offer? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. And we are not tuned that way. We are tuned to praise because he will do. We are tuned to praise because we want him to do. And it is not wrong. I'm just saying, can we just praise him for who he is? The Bible says they prayed and then they began to praise. And as they praised, suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of sleep and seeing the prisoner's doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had been had fled but paul cried with a loud voice so we see a same situation all right in peter's case we don't know whether he was praying i guess maybe he was worshiping he was praying but we are not told but we know that the church was praying for paul and silas maybe the church was not aware or maybe they were praying we are not told but we are told that they prayed and they praised god and this time round it was the divine force that caused an earthquake. And the shackles of my feet so I can dance. I just want to praise him. <laughs> That's Kofiolomi Day of Gospel. And so they, they, they fell down and, <laughs> and, 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 and the man is free. And they were free. The Bible says they walked out. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? So praise can get you out of difficult situations because you're just praising God for who he is. Let me tell you what used to happen. We'd go, we sing for Moi, all right? And as we dance, as the women do the somersault, we had some women who would do somersault and everything else, Moi comes with bunda of cash and just gives out of the fullness of. Now that one, Mnagawana, see your bohol. Because you are not praising for bohol. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. So, so now you go home and everyone is benefiting. And people are wondering, everywhere Moi would go, there were groups of women. We had a group where we were. We knew there were groups somewhere else. Moi would be landing in the airport and would be there with the groups, you know, dancing and, and doing. You understand what I'm saying? And as you praise, you get, you get cash. I don't know whether it's the same in all the other countries where people would do that. All right? But I'm saying this, that when you praise, you give God opportunity. Praise removes your focus from yourself. True praise takes away focus from yourself and brings it to God. Takes away the attention from yourself and brings it to God. The reason behind the walls of Jericho going down was just simple praise. It was just simple praise. They would have gone around it, uh, and you know the Jews, they would have gone around it, uh, uh, um, not recanting, uh, confessing the, the, the writings of the forefathers, and saying that you say to Abraham, you say to this, and they would have gone around it nicely, but God says, you know what? Go around. Make noise. Make noise. Make noise. Make noise. By the way, can I tell you something? A lot of people don't know this, but... When there's an atmosphere of joy around you, angels appear easily. <laughs> the atmosphere around you is important. It's very important. It's very, very important. <laughs> it's very important. Second Chronicles 20. Second Chronicles 20. Um, Second Chronicles 20. The Bible says that um, it came to pass after this that the Moabs and the children of Ammon uh, with them um, and with the Ammonites came against um, Jehoshaphat. This is the scripture that we were just talking about. Verse, I was reading verse 1. Verse 2 says, Then there came some and told Joseph, saying that there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on the side of Syria. And behold, they be in Azazon, Tamar, which is in Engedi. And Joseph had feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. So he did the things that we are talking about. He, he, he went into prayer. He proclaimed a fast. And the Bible says, um, And Judah gathered themselves together again to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Joseph had stood in the congregation and he spoke to them and he spoke to them. And the Bible says, um, in verses 15, and he said, Hearken ye all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, this is now the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but the battle is God's. So they put their face into the place of prayer. And as they are praying, as they are praising, the Bible says that the word of the Lord comes and says, now this battle is mine. That's what praise does. Genuine, authentic praise. Okay. It shifts the battle from you. It becomes now the battle of the Lord. So I don't know where you're coming from and what news you have had, but just go home praising. Amen. Just go home praising. One time I was going to meet, uh, almost became mother-in-law. It would have been a terrible relationship. Almost, almost became 
but didn't because God did. <laughs> God did happen. And so, and so I was going to, to meet her and and Pendi, she doesn't like the idea of me and everything else. And as I was going to meet her, I saw her and I don't know, something just in me. You know, when, when those things that just happened and I think it just happened to show me something because after that I learned this one thing and it's the one thing that I've never forgotten is that when I saw her, I just began to praise within me and I was just singing and I was praising and I'm just praising God and not praising God because I will find favor with her. No, I was just praising. I was just praising and I come to her and she looks at me and she just loves me because it doesn't just create an atmosphere it shifts the battle from you to god i don't know if you understand so there is no battle that is too high there is no battle that is too big when those people were praying in the room the reason they did not believe is because it would have taken god and as they praised as they prayed it took god the results could show that this one is God. In fact, when they saw Peter, they thought it's another appearance of Jesus. You know when Jesus, like he has to prove to them that it is me, Peter. No, Batman. It's not an angel. Because it had to take God. What happens when you're praising is that you're shifting every battle that is over your life and you're giving it to God. And God always leads a victorious army. So what you're doing is that you're bringing God and he's leading you into battle. 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 battle. Why? Because you have taken the place of acknowledging how great he is. You have taken the position of acknowledging his goodness. You have taken the position of praise. Praise, by the way, looks as though it's disarming you. Especially if you're a man and you're an African man. It's the reason we don't understand why in, 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 in countries like Zambia, a minister goes to back to kneel down to the prayer. We don't understand that. Like Hukutu Meja Vipindire, you understand? We know Vipindire, but that one we don't know. We know Vipindire and it's when someone has, 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 has been stoned. <laughs> and then they meet the president like, hey, Mutukumura is. We understand that one. But, but praise have you seen the way in some cultures that have preserved the thing of being a king? And have you seen how they, they bring it forth? One of my best, best kingdoms is... Uh, and I'll say the best. Okay, one of the kingdoms that I enjoy following or watching is the kingdom of Eswatini. So as, uh, that Mswazi. What was his name? Mswati. Yes, the man. I noticed something, and I enjoy, I, I enjoy, especially when he's traveling, going to different countries. He learns, it doesn't matter where it is, whether it's in Russia, there will be a guy, and there's a guy, and that guy is also a gospel musician, I think, in some way, or a, he's a gospel musician. There's a guy who will always go ahead of him, and then he'll be waiting on that other hand. You know when kings come down and then or presidents and then their greetings, the ministers do the word. This man is just like Amanda, like he's just uttering praises of their king. So it first the first time I was like, this is a nuisance because they are dignitaries, and the man is just shouting, and he's there wearing his lesson, he's shouting and he's shouting, and whether it's cold, whether it's raining, he has to be in his lesson. He cannot do it in a suit. He has to be the traditional regalia. And he's just, oh, hey, the king. And the king is a da-da-da-da. And the king is of a first nation. And the king is of a da-da-da-da. And it's, it's something that has been, ah. Uh, it disarms the man. Because first, my first thought when I looked at the man, I'm like, hey, he cousin a fuck why our mama. <laughs> you understand? Like, easy kazia. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because it looks, it even disarm. Like, I tell you the truth, I enjoy what he's doing. But when I sit with them, I can't look at him the same again. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just, it's culturally. I'm trying to say that true praise disarms you. In a could disarm, because in una, you become like a child. You become like a child. You become like a child. 
you become like a child. You become like a child. It was easy. It was easy. And the people will tell you, wale wali salimia moi. Naona maliko. Wale, 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 Mimi sijasema mtu. Sijasema mtu. Sijasema mtu. I'm just saying. It was easy that always ilikuanga women na primary school. You understand? Because sometimes you must become like a baby. Because our ajui manene ya molasses. Our ajui golden bag. Our tapatu like here. We have been practicing. They just have a even tawala Kenya, tawala. At that moment, there are opposition leaders who almost just want to, what are you saying? The man lived. Me, I'm, I'm, I belong to the few who still believe if he was president, he would still be alive. Because <laughs> they never die. Because <laughs> praises, praises, praises. One of the things that would cause great, um, and even if you look at the whole thing of blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, it's about praises being as, uh, subscribed or being ascribed in the wrong place. Okay, so blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is accrediting the work of the Holy Spirit to a demon. Okay, you know the way we have um, let me give an example of a father of, of the land, all right? One of the fathers, Apostonganga, all right? He does something, and then Uko Salon, and the person telling you, how to squeeze and you engage in the conversation. So, the whole conversation is this man is not a man of God, so the things that he's doing are not the things of so if those things are the things of god now that is blasphemy against the holy spirit it means that you're giving praise to the wrong i don't know if you understand what i'm saying so praise is key praise is key and as we become a joyful church as we become a praise church we will see the supernatural because constantly we will be disarming the enemy and we will be walking into victory. The Bible says, praise be unto him, because he always leads us into triumphant processions. Yani, his processions are triumphant. Like, it's, it's we have won. The victory that could not hold you down. The third one is giving, and that scripture, it's apostosifa, uh, who was it? <laughs> the last one is giving. David said, I will not give um, to God that which cost me nothing. Want to see the supernatural hey, giving. Solomon, while he had built a temple, the Bible says he gave, 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 gave the sacrifices, gave, 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 and the glory of God came down. Giving is a supernatural weapon. And I don't know why. Most it's 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 one of the things that is preached against. Why? Because it brings you out of poverty. Like you cannot give your way to heaven, but you can give your way into a victorious life. Okay. Amen. <laughs> you understand? You can give yourself, into, you can give to a reigning life, but you cannot give into heaven. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. There are, there's someone who had and I was having this conversation, I don't remember with who, during this week. But there is this man who just had David, you know, just stood there and said, eh, natamani maji ya ile spring iko kwa ile. And it was in the enemy's territory. Rather, it was surrounded by a people who wanted to kill David. And, and one of his men said, ah, my master desires that water. So what did he do? He went into that camp, he risked death, and he came back with the water. When David was given that water, he said, imagine it all happy. See, it's from that end. David said, ah, this thing, this is the price, this is your life. He said, me, I cannot drink. I cannot drink this. I cannot drink this. It belongs to God. Let me give it to God. 
is the attitude that I am praying for myself to have. In Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 10, as I finish and I invite the man of God up here, Karibu. Acts chapter 10, verses, verses 1. Thank you. In Acts chapter 10, verses 1, something happened. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band of the Italian band. So he was not of the kingdom. He was like a servant of Edom. Like he was just a man on the outside. He was not Jew. He was not a Jew. All right? And he was not an outcast. The Bible says he was a devout man and one that feared God. So in other words, he had come to know God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before me. That means that he is giving. And it's not, and it doesn't say, this man did not give until he was poor. So it's not the idea we are talking about. Okay. So we are not told Cornelius went home and sold his seat. You understand? Sold his TV. You can do that. Sold his whatever it is. We are just told he had an attitude of giving and praying. He, he believed in it and so it was given to him. And the Bible says two things have come to me. Not prayer. Prayer and and your arms, the ones that you have been given. I want you to know that because of this, because of what happened, the Bible says, um, the Bible says, and on the next day, as they went on their way, there's a, a people that he was sending, and drew nigh unto the city. Peter went up unto the rooftop to pray about the sixth hour. So he went up to pray about the sixth hour on the rooftop. And when he had come, he had become very angry and would angrily and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending into him as it had been a great sheet neat at the four corners and let down on the earth wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth. And so Peter had to have a vision because a man who was not of the Israelites, a man who was not a Jew, was a prayer, warrior, and a giver. So Peter sees a vision, and it's not just any vision, mind you. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a theological vision. Because God is confronting something that God told them. Like they were told not to eat the four-footed, all those animals, like they were listed down. But here the man is in a vision and he sees all of these animals released. And he's like, I cannot eat this because they are dirty. And God is like, why are you calling that which I have blessed? That So the other man gave his way and prayed his way into acceptance. It's, it's our truth, but it's right there in our eyes. And so God says, no, go. The Bible says Peter went, followed the men, went, the entire household, born again, baptized. Because the man was just a giver. The other way that we, did, we see the supernatural is by giving. The Bible says giving arms, that means giving to the poor. I know today the church has causes that we give to this cause. <laughs> we give to Mata Hatran, which is okay. We give to what? Environment. Global warming. All of these things are okay. But the Bible says, be steadfast also in your giving. Be steadfast in your giving. Be steadfast in your giving. You will see the supernatural power of God. The man now went, saw heaven, and not just seeing heaven, there was a reward because remember he's giving and his prayer a memorial before but that god is saying it will never be forgotten before me in other words god is saying Nakuo. 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 can we be disciplined in this in prayer can we be disciplined in faith can we be disciplined in praise 
cannot be disciplined in giving. Very simple. And as we walk and grow in them, we will see the supernatural manifest. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Would you just pray for a second or two? Rato shinda la vira da balabreke selevata la brita. Zu predele bri candela brido shandela vira da balabreke selevata ranamasha. Vatra salabre candela brido shandela brita la brita sandala vira. Zu pelebreke shandela vira da balabrato sandela vira da balabraka ramanda. Zu pelebreto shandala vira da balabrita. Mando zila brete zila bato rodobo shinda la vira da base le brato shande la vira zupara de shende la vira da skele batia zapara zamande le brito shande la vira do zoli bradeske le manda zupara talata de shende la vira zuparo to shinda lo vira da base le brata shanda la bra zande le rete le bete le brita sholo brata zuprete shinda la brite se le manda. Mandele grato shande la vira da basmande la vita salabrata supre tele vitalidas desire the baptism of prayer the baptism of prayer rita shonde la vira da basmande bata rato shande la vite se le bande la brido shande la brica se prene le brito shande la vira da basmande manda supre tele vitonde la vira da basmande la vira supre tele brado shonde la vira Zoom Mendele Brido, Shandela Brica Salabrata.